You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. We live. And this is Locked On Hornets, your daily podcast on the Charlotte Hornets and the NBA. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day, search your podcast app for Locked On to get podcasts on the NBA, the NFL, and fantasy sports, and the big game, and the Super Bowl. Locked On Eagles, Locked On Patriots, Locked On NFL. Make sure you are listening as we all get prepared this weekend. I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't. I, I work on this show. We, you know, we have day jobs, and I just I used to like host a big Super Bowl party. I don't do that anymore. Uh-huh. Just it's 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 only a, it's a certain amount of time in a day, David. You had a you had a party for the big game every year. Every year big had a party, party for the big game. Had everybody over for the big game. Not anymore. People are asking you when your big game party is this year. Yeah, um, we are coming to you live from the Gittimer.com studios here in Bea Clearly. beautiful Uptown Charlotte on this fun Friday. <laughs> It is fun. We've got a great show. I'm Doug Branson. I cover the team for Van Rag Sports. I'm joined by my friend David Walker, the man, the myth, the legend from the mean streets of Cotswold. What's going on, David? Hello, Doug. It's Groundhog Day. Is it really? I say it's Groundhog Day. Hey. Hey. Everywhere. That's fine. And uh, if... If the groundhog sees his shadow, then it's six more weeks of Kimba Walker trade rumors. That's oh like, that's how it works. Hey, today we're going right. to talk about Kimba Walker. He is not an all-star, at least not by the NBA's logic, so we'll discuss that. Plus, the 2019 all-star logo is released, and it looks uh, pretty familiar. Meanwhile, <laughs> David is coming to terms with the fact that Woj is a company man. And you're a little upset by that, and I'd like to know why. And you've got some prop bets for us. So oh, let's yeah. let's dig in. It's Super Bowl week. That's why. He's got the prop bets. That's right. But let's start in New York, home to the NBA home office, where Commissioner of the NBA Adam Silver resides in his palace, his NBA palace, Ivory, his NBA ivory tower. He took his time, David, evaluating the possible replacements for Kevin Love, who injured his hand out six to eight weeks, is not going to be able to be on LeBron's team. Might not be on LeBron's actual team soon, either. (laughs) (laughs) Plus, Uh, scars, right? Yeah. After Andre Drummond took the place of John Wall, Kemba, another opportunity to take over, but the decision essentially came down to Ben Simmons, Goran Dragic, Kemba Walker, and Jalen Brown's wet dream. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) That's a sick That's burn. A sick That's burn. a sick that burn. Sick. Yeah. Got him. I got him. <laughs> Yesterday, we finally got a decision, and it will be Goran Dragic heading to L.A. for the All-Star Game, his first nod in his 10th season. David, no Kimball Walker. They go with Goran Dragic. What did this come down to in your mind? I guess it came down to what the coaches voted on originally right that's what it sounds like why don't they just say that why do they go through this charade of david silver adams <laughs> david silver his brother you think his brother's <laughs> yeah. picking this 
David, come over here. David, get over here. I'm having a real <laughs> tough time. I got Goran. I got Kemba. Uh, the oh, stats. I got David, stats in front of me. David, make this call. David Silver, the voice of West Beverly High. Um, yeah, but that's what it sounds like it comes down to, Doug, doesn't it? That's what I, that's what all I saw. Well, again, basically. he took his time, though. That's why I think it was still yeah. – maybe that coach's vote was a little closer – than it than it normally is, and I think ultimately, whether it be Adam Silver or the coaches or or whatever this decision came down to, it's obvious that the the NBA, the coaches, Adam Silver wanted a player from a winning basketball mm-hmm. team in the Eastern Conference. The Heat have a yeah. chance to be the the third best team in the Eastern Conference, and had they not selected Goran Dragic, we'd be heading to Los Angeles for the All-Star Weekend without an All-Star on your third best team in one of your conferences. And right. and maybe that just could not stand. Because listen, when we're when we're talking about the statistics, when you put these guys side by side, I'll read these out for you. So Goran Dragic right now, 17 points per game, 4 rebounds, 4.8 assists, uh, effective field goal percentage of 48.7%. Kimba Walker, 22 points per game, Three and a half rebounds, an assist more than Goran Dragic at 5.8, and his effective field goal percentage sits at 50. He's got a better three point percentage than Goran Dragic, slightly less field goal percentage, but more production overall. So when you put the stats by side by side, it is clear that Kimball Walker is the better individual player this season than Goran Dragic. And a lot of people, a lot of smart basketball guys, have looked at this and said, you know, this might be a little bit of a lifetime achievement award for Goran Dragic, who is in his 10th season, has not had an all-star selection. And if you go back and look at his career, Goran has had better seasons than this one. So you factor in winning team, yeah. veteran, because I think you can make an argument easily, and I tried to on yesterday on ESPN 730. I kind of I mentioned Goran Dragic, but I really thought this came down to in my analytical objective mind, I thought this came down to Ben Simmons versus Kimball Walker because I think you could make an easy argument of Ben Simmons over Goran Dragic. But the NBA? Yeah, I mean, Kimba is better than both of them. Yeah. So it brings me, David, to this. It brings me to this point. Sorry. No, it's okay. I know you're stunned by this, and I get it. But it brings me to this point, and I've been thinking about this for a couple of days now, and I didn't know when I wanted to bring it up. But, but I want to admonish all of us, and including, our, our, including this show, because I think that we are all, every single one of us, is taking Kimball Walker for granted. We're doing it. We're guilty. We, we do this show every day. And, you know, Kimball Walker sets franchise records for three-pointers made. He has put this team on his back. And, yes, we mention it, but we really will go games without really digging in to what he's been able to do on ball, off ball, on defense, on offense. We just – we don't – we because – and I think this is why, David, although I'd be interested in your thoughts on this, uh, are we taking Kimball Walker for granted and why – Here's my thought on it, though. Uh, in a season that has been full of problems and full of mysteries, like we've gone through this season so many times and said, why is this team struggling the way it is struggling? We don't understand. There's too much talent for this team to be struggling the way they are and to not be consistent at all. A season full of that, 
Kimball Walker has been the one player that has been consistent. He has not been a mystery, and he has been extremely productive, and, and he has not been a problem. And so we've talked about all of the problems, and I feel like we've let Kimba's – a really good season for Kimba Walker. He did, and, and maybe part of it is, too, that he, he has not been able to have a better season than last season, and that might not be his fault. Right. It, it clearly came down to the wins for Dragic. And I think it is cool when we guys get in for the first time, just like it was cool when Kimba got in. But uh, clearly Kimba makes his team better, say the numbers, than do Dragic or, or Ben Simmons, to be honest with you. So, you know, there's just nothing sexy about Charlotte right now, unfortunately for Kimba. Um, they have nothing. Uh, you know, they, they're the only team that will not have a single representative in Los Angeles, Doug, every Every team in the NBA either has a player in the All-Star Game, the Rising Stars Challenge, or your various Saturday night activities. So that's a little bit of a, of a gut punch, I think, to, to Charlotte and, and the NBA. I mean, and the, and the Hornets. They should. We should. We need a Charlotte celebrity to represent us in the celebrity game. I don't know who that would be. Any nominations? Well, I, I mean, you could. <laughs> well, we could get a uh, maybe Steve Smith since he's getting the bobblehead. Perhaps a Thomas Davis. Oh, Perhaps a, a Nick Coser, a local weatherman from, from the Fox station. <laughs> yeah, just do something. Just something. Uh, no, but it, yeah, no, it's zero representatives, that's fine. I mean, like, I, I would rather, I don't want it to be like baseball where you, like, it's, have it, to get someone in. Like, I, I just, I'm, I, you know, it's, yeah. it obviously stings. Now, next season, the game is going to be in Charlotte. So you know there's going to be plenty of representation then. They've got, what, six players combined from both of the Los Angeles teams for the Los Angeles All-Star game. You've got Lakers everywhere. So that, you know, the the Hornets will have plenty of representation next season. This was, for me, it was really about, it was really about Kemba Walker. Was he going to get the recognition for really these past three seasons that he's put together? And uh, unfortunately, you know, he doesn't because the team isn't playing well. But David, you haven't answered my question. Are we taking Kimba Walker for granted? As he as he is still in all of these trade rumors. He could be he could be gone by February eighth. We are six days away from the trade deadline. Are we taking him for granted? Are fans taking him for granted? I don't think Hornets fans are. I mean, I think they realize you saw the groundswell of support and the hashtag. What was it? Keep Kimba. Don't trade Kimba. Either one. Maybe both of them. Yeah. Um, but the, the support of the games that they want. Him here, they, they want. Yeah. They want to keep watching him. So I think Hornets fans realize he's about the only good thing going right now. Uh, there's been numerous articles written that if he were to be traded, there would be no reason to go to the Hornets games. <laughs> so I think in Charlotte, certainly they recognize how special he is. Um, I think the NBA got a little glimpse, maybe obviously too late the other night when he hit those nine three pointers and there weren't a lot of other things going on in the NBA. Uh, they've just flown so far under the radar this year. And like you said, Kimba technically is having a quote unquote worse year, I guess statistically than he did last year. Uh, but as you said, it's, probably not his fault and he's still playing at a very high level and could have gotten in you know in the first round uh, or in the first go round of this thing and then did not get in after the two replacement players I think it's clear that uh, overall um, he's just not getting the recognition that he probably deserves this year 
uh, David, how much of this is a conspiracy theory that we discussed on the last show uh, to prevent the NBA from dealing with the drama of another traded all-star? They didn't want to print two jerseys. That's what it is. Silver knows something that we don't. Well, I was getting... Yeah, I was getting worried. It took forever. And so I was thinking the other way, that like something was going to come down. Uh, I'm not comfortable. I'll tell you that much, Doug. I'm still nervous. The truth. Cut that music off. It's scaring me. The truth is out there. Okay, David, you're you're scared and you're also upset with uh, Adrian Wojnarowski right now of ESPN. This is basically Woj Christmas right now, the trade season. This is when Woj yeah. comes to all of the, the houses of good children and delivers them uh, trade news immediately. This is the time that we all love Woj for his Woj bombs. Why are but you're mad at him right now? Yes, I want trade only Woj bombs. This is not draft season. It's way too early to be looking at the draft. I appreciate Woj and I appreciate Draft Express. I want to appreciate them separately. So what happened? And, what, and hey, you haven't told us what right. happened. Why are you mad? Well, well, you know, as you do in these times of trade, Doug, you turn your alerts on, you turn your notifications mm-hmm. on. So then when Woj hits Twitter with a Woj bomb, mm-hmm. you get notified instantly. Mm-hmm. So my phone's blowing up all day yesterday. A lot of it was the Miritich trade. Again, mm-hmm. maybe 10, 10 notifications is a, is a bit much for this trade. But anyway, at least it was trade news. The last Wait a minute. One of the Hold day on. Was, I'm going to stop you there. Can someone tell me, is Miritich traded or not? I still don't know the answer <laughs> to this question. No one. I've called the NBA offices. I've I've spoken directly with Adam Silver. He can't even tell me if this trade has happened. Someone, please, is Miritich a bull or a pelican? What animal is Miritich representing in the National Basketball Association? Please, someone help me. Go on. And what are they doing with Jameer Nelson? He's gotten wrapped up the sink, too. I don't know. But anyway, the last alert of the day was a retweet which is I have a, I have an issue with in and of itself a retweet of Draft Express draft board. Okay, I don't we don't have time for draft analysis right now. I don't even know who's in the draft. We don't even know who's in the draft. I want only trade rumors mainline to my phone. No more no more no more draft news until we get at least past the All-Star Listen, game. Woj is expanding his operations. David, he's on television That's now it. for ESPN. He's doing hits where he reveals news. He does his, you know, he has his Twitter account, obviously. He's just trying to provide you with the full scope of NBA news. No. That's what is the problem for. with that? We're for bombs. First of all, it wasn't, it's hardly a bomb, okay? All right, I'm going to go to the chat here. We've got a few people up in the nest Alex, double M15, Stephen, Owen, Lamont, Amber up in the nest. What up, guys? Let's get this game tonight, says Stephen. Yes, the Hornets play the Pacers tonight in Charlotte. The big news from that game is that Zeller, Cody Zeller has been listed as probable. He has been out since December 6th, and he had to have left knee surgery, so he returns possibly. It's probable. So we, we, we should probably see Cody Zeller playing tonight. Uh, David, what does, this, what does this mean for this Charlotte Hornets team that they get Zeller back in the lineup? Man, hopefully it means a shot of energy to the bench because uh, that's what he'll be coming off and playing with that second unit. We'll see what that can do. A little less Johnny O'Brien, um, a little more inside play, I would assume, from Cody. But <laughs> he's been out – excuse me. He's been out for so long – 
we'll see how his stamina is. So see how many minutes he's got. But look, I mean, that was the talk all last year. Cody was out so much and the starting five was so good. Um, again, last year that when he went out, it was the belief that he made such a big difference. I think he does make a difference, but, um, you know, you said it earlier this week. Is he gonna? Is that gonna affect the the outcome of this season for this team? Just getting Cody Zeller back? No, eh, I don't. Yeah. No, if, if we're bottom line, like no, I don't think. I mean, obviously, you want talented, healthy bodies in your lineup. That's a positive. It's a positive when everybody's together and and you feel as a team that you have your full deck of cards. Obviously, but I think just sort of strategically, I'm not sure that this really moves the needle one way or the other. They've just got to have shooters step up, like Cody. Cody Zeller's not going to solve their problem shooting the basketball. He's not going to solve their problem with late game offense. Possibly could solve some problems late game defense. Uh, but uh, so many of the issues that have been happening, not only to the Hornets, but several teams, is the timeout situation, right? So you can't, because the timeouts are limited now, you get uh, two timeouts under three minutes, I believe. And so the, the ability to sort of switch offense for defense late in games has been limited. That's one area where you could get Zeller into a game late and then pull him out for offense sake. So uh, I think that Zeller, obviously having him back is going to help if he's fully healthy, because this is the thing. This is his first lower body injury in his career. He's a player that uh, his, his advantage is in his mobility, both in getting up and down the floor offensively, running that pick and roll, getting to the basket quickly, you know, that burst that he has off that pick and roll that beats other bigs, but also uh, his his ability to be mobile on the defensive end. I think defensively is where Cody Zeller is going to help this team most by being back in the lineup because, you know, Johnny O'Brien gives you an advantage by spreading the floor, knocking down three-point shots. He's been somewhat effective in the in the limited chances he's had on the offensive side of the floor. But defensively, we've really seen J.O.B. struggle. Uh, he fouls a lot, really can't stay in front of quicker bigs. That's not going to be a problem for Cody Zeller. But it also, on the offensive end, it's going to shrink the floor. I mean, he's he's just not you know he's not a shooter, and and that's one thing that Johnny O'Brien did. So it's again with the Hornets, it's all about trade offs. Uh, they don't they don't have a lot of do it all players. It's it's very much a team of players that are going to give you advantages on one end of the floor, and then you're going to have to trade off some things on the other end of the floor. But it, but I go back to what I said. It's always nice to have talented players on the floor, and Cody Zeller certainly one of those talented players. I will say it's surprising, David. You know, at the beginning of the season, we discussed the prospect of Dwight Howard and Cody Zeller getting equal minutes. But but before the injury, that didn't happen. I mean, this is a team that's focused on getting Dwight, you know, 29 to 35 minutes a game. And, and that has meant Cody Zeller going down to about 18, 19 minutes per game and seeing a much more limited role uh, with that. So I think that's interesting, too. Yeah, and I think one area that Cody can maybe help that second unit and anyone he's in there with, really, he runs the floor well. So maybe he can get a few of those easy buckets on transition plays. Um, maybe, you know, just one or two a game might help them kind of get a few more easy buckets. Uh, that'll be something to see. But, yeah, the shooting certainly not going to help you with that. Uh, the screening, though, good screener. He's, a, he's an amazing screener. Uh, but I thought Johnny O'Brien did a good job with that, too. But, yeah, obviously that's going to open up some things offensively where, you know, maybe he shrinks the floor a little bit, yes, but he's going to open up driving opportunities for Michael Carter-Williams 
uh, getting getting him to the basket where he's going to be much more effective than he is in the corner shooting threes. Uh, Owen makes a yeah. good point here on oh. the nest, on the chat here on youtube.com forward slash locked on Hornet says, look at the Kimba situation, not making the all-star game as a positive. He has time to rest up so that we can make the playoffs and all. Yeah. No, no Hornets involved in the all-star festivities. I've seen a, a few others make that point online. You know, Hornets get a chance to rest. Everybody goes and has to travel and have fun and do their thing. And the Hornets, they'll get some rest too. They'll get some relaxation. But there's not the sort of stress of of being in Los Angeles. And they get uh, they get some maybe time they get angry. Time. Maybe yeah. they want some revenge. Yeah, a little chip. On, yeah, possibly Watch a little out. chip on the shoulder. Certainly. I don't really think that's no. It's that's not, not a thing. But <laughs> we can all talk about it as if it's a thing. Uh, no, they, they don't need a chip on their shoulder. These guys are, these guys are motivated. That's a that's the one thing that's been frustrating about this season, right? It's like you watch them game to game, and they they come out with a lot of energy. They come out uh, with you know they're they're prepared to play each game. It's it's just been prepared to win each game when when it gets down close down to the wire against teams like Indiana and, and Miami. That's where they've been failing. It's been in the execution, and that's when I see people that tweet us, "Fire Coach Clifford. This is a coaching issue." Listen, if it were a coaching issue, you'd have players not being prepared to play the game. You'd have players not wanting to play for the coach. That is not the issue that the Charlotte Hornets have. I, you see, we've seen this so many times. When a coach, right before a coach gets fired, you just see the players completely quit on the coach. That's not what's going on. It's just they they have not found a way to effectively execute late in games, and I I really think that that it's it's a it's a combination of personnel fit and also. Mm-hmm circumstance that has not allowed this particular set of personnel to play the best that it can with one another because of shortened preseason injuries and absences. Yeah. Unfortunately, Clifford can't hit these shots for these guys. You know, these looks that they're getting uh, are just not going in, especially late game. Well, he needs, to, he needs to work on his jumper. That's all there is to it. Yeah, get out there. And <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yes, but certainly if he can hit one, great. Throw it out there. Okay, let's go back to the All-Star game. The NBA revealed the All-Star logo for the 2019 game, which, of course, for now, for now, will be in Charlotte. Oh. For now. Don't, don't. And the logo, I don't know if you've seen this logo uh, out there on Twitter yet, um, but if you haven't, uh, we've we've tweeted it out, so head over to Twitter dot com forward slash locked on hornets and if you're watching us live i can probably put this up on the screen let's see yeah there we go so there's the all-star logo for 2019 and uh david it looks very familiar in fact it looks almost exactly like the all-star logo for this year except which is the Mm -hmm. on the left side is the nba logo and then uh across you see all-star 2019 and then below that, they sort of divided up the NBA logo in half. So in one uh, quadrant here, you have All-Star 2019. And then below that, you have Charlotte and then the honeycomb design beside that. And then three logos, yeah. uh, three flat logos, yeah. one of a basketball, one of a star, one of a uh, the, the Queen City crown, the logo of, of Charlotte, essentially, the city of Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And it looks a lot like the All-Star mm-hmm. logo this season, except where Charlotte and the honeycomb is you have just a box that says Los Angeles and two stars. David, your thoughts on this logo? (laughs) 
It's appropriate it came out right before Groundhog Day because it's the exact same thing <laughs> as this year's logo. Uh, if you haven't seen, if you have, if you have, hello Nick, if you haven't seen the new logo for next year, but you have seen the logo for this year, then you've seen the logo for next year. Um, they simply replaced a, some colors with purple and teal, and they put this uh, Charlotte honeycomb. Thing at the bottom. Um, I'm glad they added a basketball and a star and the crown. Oh, because otherwise <laughs> I would not have in the font. I will say like the font for Charlotte is the, the oh, Hornets God. font. It has the, the sort of the, sure the same kind of font that they use for their. So it, it has connections to the city, mm. but David, it's, it's not, the, I mean, it, it is yeah. it basically it's the NBA saying, all right, I, I, we're just going to be boring. We we're just up. because you look at the lo- <laughs> you look at the logo, and, and I managed to get a hat before they pulled all of the merchandise for the, uh, I have a the t-shirt. yeah the 2017 All Star Game that was supposed to be in Charlotte. I liked that logo. It was different. It felt yeah, it felt like there were some allusions to the the previous All Star Game. There was there was a lot to like about that logo, and and the 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 main thing you liked about that logo is that it was our logo. Like it felt like it was designed by people that that helped get the All Star Game to Charlotte. This one felt like it was cooked up in a laboratory in New York. Talking a lot about NBA office today in New York, but it felt like it was just like all right, we're going to have all of these designs streamlined. We're getting our hashtag branding together, and and this is what it's going. To, it's boring, and, and I think it's a sign, David, that we all just want boring with everything going on in the news and politics and the world in general. Everything is insane. Like everything that we hear constantly on the news and on Twitter is just insane. And I think sports are starting to realize, hey, we can't compete with what's going on in in politics anymore. We have to provide a comfortable, boring alternative. Stability. <laughs> yeah. St- the sports are now sports are now the stable rock in our life. We don't want politics in our sports because politics are too insane. And it used to be, David, it used to be the opposite. It used to be that the sports, the sports, hashtag the sports, used to be mm. our crazy escape from our boring desk job, water cooler, suit and tie lives. We used to go to sports for, we could live vicariously through the larger than life personalities. And, and I think now they want, now sports have to be boring because you have the largest of personalities in the white house right now. Like you can't beat that. You can't compete with that. If you're sports. Doug, first of all, hashtag stick to sport. Okay. And second, no, of no, all, no. It's stick to, uh, stick to the sports, the sports, <laughs> the sports are good. This feels like it's very strange because someone clearly forgot to do their homework and they needed the logo. So they just grabbed the one from this year, which is not that great in and of itself. The other one to your point had like, uh, you know, I don't know how to describe it. Stinger. The word font was like the Hornets, you know, it had little stingers coming out of all-star script and stuff like that uh go check out our instagram page we put it on up side by side actually and the boring one the boring logo one hour instagram poll that's what i'm telling you people they want boring they don't want different because again everything else outside of sports 
is an argument. It's a, it's a difference. It's, people are just, they are traumatized by the change that's happening right now everywhere in everything. So that's why the, the reaction to the NFL and kneeling and the, and the reaction to this logo, it's all just, it's all one big thing that people want boring. Stick to sports. That's my stick to the sports. Yeah. Big game this week. Big game this weekend. Super Bowl. <laughs> Prop bets are a big deal in that, and David has brought us a few of the best ones, plus a few that he's made for the Charlotte Hornets. Prop bets. David, what did you bring us? Yes, guys. The, the big game is up. I looked for Kimba Walker-related, Charlotte Hornet-related prop bets. Um Spoiler alert, they're not out there. Um, again, just another sign that the Hornets don't quite move the needle. If you guys see some of those, though, let us know. I searched various uh, sporting book websites and whatnot to find some of these. But I did find some good NBA ones, Doug. Want to get your want to get your viewpoint on these. Some of the guys that are included in these, Doug Porzingis, your guy LeBron, uh, DeMar DeRozan, Ben Simmons, Giannis, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook. There's a few others out there, but these are the few – that I really like the best. Um, the way these things were, guys, is basically they put up, you know, uh, say Ben Simmons or the Philadelphia Eagles, who will score the most points. In this example, the Eagles are favored by three and a half. So say Ben Simmons scores 16 points and the Eagles score 20 points, then the Eagles would win. Understood? You with me? I got Follow it. I'm going, with, I'm going with Ben Simmons. You think Simmons has scored? I don't more think than the Eagles. Eagles score. I don't think the Eagles score twenty points on the Pats D. I think if, okay. if look okay. if Philly's gonna even... if Philly's gonna win the Super Bowl, it's not gonna be you know forty to it's gonna be forty points. It's not gonna be a forty point victory. Listen, I know about mm, football. Good. I'm an expert. Good breakdown. <laughs> I was about to say. Okay, well, since you like that one, how about Giannis minus half a point or the New England Patriots total points? So Giannis scoring or the New England Patriots total points. Now I like that. I'll take the Pats in that. Yeah, I kind of like that one too. Okay, I didn't like either one of those, but here are the ones that like they all had to do with the distance of the field goal. It's very intriguing to me, Doug. Here we go. Demerson playing the Memphis Grizzlies or the shortest field goal in the game. And actually, DeRozan is getting a point and a half. So will DeMar DeRozan score more points than the than the total distance of that the, is shortest the shortest field, field goal. goal. Oh, absolutely! Correct. I'm taking DeRozan. I'm taking DeRozan. Yeah, every time. By the way, that guy's having. I, it, I didn't think that he could have a better year than last year, but DeRozan right now having an absolute career year. Oh yeah, he's been awesome. Toasting. I think you like that one, Doug, because how, the, even if you're a field goal, now if they kick a 50 yard field goal, it's going to be tough to beat. But you got to play the odds that there's going to be one shorter than that, right? Chip shot. There's got to be a chip shot somewhere. So I'm betting on the chip shot. Yep. And this is another one I like. Harden, James Harden, playing the Cavs. James Harden scores a lot of points. He's a good player. Or the distance of the first field goal, and Harden's getting five and a half points. So the first field goal that is kicked in the game by either team, the distance of that or James Harden total points. Again, I'm going to bet on the NBA. I'm going to bet on James Harden. Yeah. The guy is just, I mean, he yeah. is in a zone right now. No one no one look him in the beard. Don't anyone touch him. He's just he's hotter than lava. I'm going with James Harden every time. So did you make up? Did you make up some Hornets prop bets? Hold on, I got two. I got one more, one more. This is my All favorite. Right. This is my favorite. 
it's 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 field goal related. I don't know why I went to these field goal related. Westbrook points, rebounds, and assists. So all of the you know the empty stats that they keep points, rebounds, and assists, or the longest field goal made, and Westbrook's getting three and a half. No longest so field the goal longest made. longer. Yeah, I'm taking I'm the taking long. the I'm taking the longest field goal made. I like okay. that bet. So did you make up any Hornets related prop bets? Or did you just look uh, for no, Hornets prop bets? No. Okay. I, no, I just look you're for embracing, you're bets, really man. embracing the spirit of Fun Friday. I've got a couple for you, okay? Number okay. of over number, over and under, number of times Zellers hit in the face the rest of the season twice. Oh my God, the rest of the season? Yeah. Is he hit in the face more than two times? Do you take that bet? I thought you were going like tonight. Yeah. Oh, way over. All right. Now, okay. Number number of let's see. Does uh, does Del Curry take a soft dig at Frank Kaminsky tonight? He has the the the, the past two games. He's made some mention of Frank Kaminsky's confidence. So let's make it that. Okay. Does tonight does does Del Curry make a mention about Frank Kaminsky's confidence? Yes or no? That's the prop bet. I'm giving. Absolutely, I'm giving. I'm giving no. Two and a half points. How about this one? Does Eric Collins comment on Frank Kaminsky's hair? Oh, that's, I mean, that's a heavy favorite. Yes has to be a heavy favorite yeah. there. I mean, it is the, the topic yeah. when these games, uh, these, these games are not, they, they haven't been the most exciting games in the world. And so, yeah, the, the conversation is quickly devolving into other topics. Uh, so, yeah, those are some fun prop bets. Um, number of, we could do NFL, NBA with Hornets. You could do, Number of extra points in the Super Bowl versus m- number of minutes played by Malik Monk. Oh my God! So number of extra points in the Super Bowl versus Malik Monk. What's what uh, minutes played by Malik Monk tonight? Tonight. Well, you know the Hornets play Sunday. I think they play the Suns. Okay, so we'll do that then. Sunday against the Suns. Malik Monk minutes versus extra points. That's a good one, Doug. I'm gonna have to go with extra points. All right. I'll, you know what? I'll take I'll take Malik Monk then. So there you go. Prop bets. Those are Hornets prop bets. NFL prop bets. Visit our sponsor mybookie.ag. Use our promo code uh, locked on to get a. $50 bonus, or and actually it's a 50% bonus, so if you deposit 100 you get 150 to play with. Really cool deal there by one of our best sponsors, mybookie.ag. Uh, hit them up. And uh, thanks for listening to us this week. It's been a fun week, uh, even though, you know, things are going back and forth with the Hornets right now. They've got a few games left before the All-Star break, and uh, news could break at any moment about That's the right. futures. Yeah, I mean, Kimball Walker still being floated out there. Uh, you know, the owner says only an all-star in return. We'll see if that holds uh, or if the Hornets can possibly make another small move to get their to get their uh, team back into playoff contention. We will see, and we'll cover it all for you next week. The clock is ticking for the Hornets and Rich Cho and Michael Jordan to make a move. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Hornets. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, wherever you get your podcast. Just search Locked On Hornets. Make sure you are telling a friend about the best Hornets talk here in Charlotte. Shoot us your Hornets questions and thoughts to that Twitter account or on Instagram at Locked On Hornets. We're back again next week for David. I'm Doug saying go Hornets, go America, beat the Pacers. Let's swarm Charlotte.